it's not because I'm, you know, in the sustainability field that I'm perfect. I'm still learning myself, mm-hmm. you know, at a very personal level. I'm learning every day. I'm learning with my clients. I'm learning with my partners and all the people I meet. So yeah, it's not about being perfect. It's just about learning and being humble enough to, uh, to say it. Welcome back to the Kelly Lumber podcast. I'm your host, business mentor, personal brand and style expert who is on a personal mission to inspire a minimum of five people a day to take action. Are you one of those five a day? Something that you listen to in this podcast, is it going to ignite a little spark in you to make a difference? If so, let me know. Come and tell me on Instagram, Kelly Lumberg official, DM me. I love to hear when it actually impacts you, something that a guest has said or or something that you've just done. It's really awesome. Leave a review on Apple Podcasts. We're sitting at over 45 reviews now, so um, it really does help get the message out there. In this episode, I speak to Nadine Zidani. She's French-Moroccan living here in Dubai, and last year she started working with brand new creators and myself, and wow, what a journey, which is why I really wanted to bring her on. After spending a decade in leadership roles in consulting, finance and airline industries across Europe and Middle East, she decided to make the switch from a salaried employee to an entrepreneur and has never looked back. Nadine provides sustainability consulting services and supports businesses that are transitioning or helps them actually transition into a more sustainable business model. So she's really passionate about creating awareness and custom training for leaders and companies on sustainability is about driving change and becoming a certified B corporation. So she explains what this is and just goes into detail about some of the things that you can be doing today to take action about how your business or lifestyle can be more sustainable going forward and making that impact. So let's get into the episode. Welcome to the show, Nadine. It's great to have you here. Thank you, Kelly. Thanks for having me. Who would have thought, you know, when we first started talking, what would it been? Was it April or May when we started working together? Oh, I think it was May. May yeah, I think it was And then to think, here we are now in 2022, you've got an incredible brand. You're known, you know, now in the market, and I'm going to get you to, to introduce a little bit more about what you do, but, you know, you've built this up in the last 12 months. Like you must be so, so proud to look back and go, wow, look at where it started from. Yes, it was such such a journey, and I'm I'm super happy. And uh, and yeah, this entrepreneurship, you know, journey was something, and I'm still, you know, learning and enjoying it actually. So why don't you give everyone a little bit of a backstory? Because you took your you took a plunge, a uh-huh. leap of faith, and and really did a 360. So maybe just share with everyone, and you might inspire someone else out there to do the same. <laughs> yes, sure. So. Um, my background, uh, I spent the last 13 years in corporates. Um, so I was an audit and risk manager working in different you know, industries. When the pandemic hit, actually, I decided to take a sabbatical, a one-year sabbatical. It was, to be honest, uh, an amazing time, you know, pushing the, the stop button and uh, just taking time for myself, you know, to reflect on, you know, the last years, on what I've done, and where do I see myself, you know, going forward, uh, was absolutely amazing. And this is exactly when my 
entrepreneurship journey started and uh, and uh, my journey into sustainability actually so maybe tell everyone what it is that you actually do so basically so i'm an entrepreneur here in dubai and i provide consulting services uh, in sustainability so i help leaders and uh, corporations and entrepreneurs to transition to a more sustainable business model so basically defining you know the sustainability strategy helping them get certification as well on the field and really supporting them on all the what so called csr corporate social responsibility initiatives i do as well a lot of awareness training you know about sustainability using you know different you know games kind of workshops to create awareness because there is clearly a need you know for people to understand what it means sustainability and then how it can impact their business and lastly i'm a, i'm a coach as well i'm a certified leadership coach and i uh, do support um, uh, people to um, become sustainability leaders because i truly believe that we will not you know achieve the sustainable development goals if we don't have you know the sustainability leaders that that's going to support us in becoming just more sustainable did you ever think you were going to be an entrepreneur or did you ever think that was the path you know when you took that sabbatical <laughs> was that the end goal or no really when i started my sabbatical it was just taking time for myself i i absolutely didn't know what's going to happen so if someone would have told me like a year later i'll be an entrepreneur setting up my company in dubai working into sustainability i think i would have laughed because yeah. I, i would have never imagined you know doing that but actually before coming to dubai i think it was 2017 i worked with a coach and um to just reflect on my you know career and what's what can be the next steps for me and interestingly um entrepreneurship you know came into the picture and it was almost you know the conclusion of couple of months working together but i was not ready so <laughs> it was like okay i got your points it sounds very interesting but i'm not yet ready so well i think that's a really good point actually you weren't ready because i do think most people are never ready like you're never ready Absolutely. to maybe start a business you're maybe never really ready to start a family you might never be really ready to do <laughs> things so what changed for you to actually do it you're right actually we are never ready and i think i was i was scared you know i was very much driven by my fears and you know being you know so many years in a corporate job having you know a salary at the end of the month you know being really in, in a comfort zone so i think you know taking the leap to you know entrepreneurship was something like super big for me at that time but once you know you step out of the system if i may say once you know i was you know not anymore on a job just being by myself and and just trying to you know uh even visualize what could be my life my best life or my dream life this is how you know it came again into the picture and, and finally i was like that's perhaps you know the best moment to 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 just try it and not you know not coming again from you know my fears and my limiting beliefs and and all of that and i must say that i've done a lot of work as well a lot of personal work coaching i'm a i'm a true believer into coaching and the power of coaching and it helped me a lot actually to overcome all the limiting beliefs fears and you know whatever anything that block us actually from uh, taking the leap of faith 
I mean, I have to say, do you remember when we had that first call and you really did take that leap of faith? And, and when I say, um, I, I remember it, if you remember it in the same way, we had this call. It was, it was like an afternoon or, or early evening, I think, in Dubai time. I, I don't know. Yeah. If it was, wasn't it? And, yes. and I remember Nadine saying, you know, this is, this is what I'm thinking about doing. And it was coaching. We didn't quite have the, obviously, the, the clarity that you do now. And that has evolved over the sessions that we've had. And I remember you you said to me that one question, do you think it's too early to be working on my personal brand and everything that I'm doing now? And that was our first call. And I said, no, it's, it, there's never too early. And then you took that leap of faith and went, you know what, I'm going to do it. And this is something that I've admired about you every time that we work together and seen you, you go ahead and you just do it. And then you come back and you're like, so I've worked on all of this for my social media, or this is my elevator pitch, or this is the angle that I want to go towards now. And if you just go away, you apply it and you come back and the results like totally speak for themselves. So I just want to say you've done amazing. I love it that, you know, Thank you. less than a year later, you know, and it, we were just saying before we came on to the um, podcast, I had just seen on Nadine's page that she had um, video you had a reel where you were speaking, you know, at PwC, you had their office and wasn't, you know, you had to, you, you did your first masterclass. I mean, that was amazing. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Last week, yes, I did my first masterclass on on the B Corporation, you know, movement and certification again to create awareness in the region about it. So yeah, it was absolutely an amazing event and I'm looking forward to the next one. So you've really invested in yourself in this journey, you know, the transitioning from the corporate world into, you know, entrepreneurship. So, so what have been some of your best resources, you know, maybe best book, great podcast, I don't know, things that you maybe want to share that other people can go, okay, I may maybe do that. Oh, many things actually, uh, books, definitely. Some of, uh, some of the books I really liked one is Simon Sinek. Mm-hmm. I think it's he's he's a great you know author and and speaker and especially his book you know the Infinite Game was really a breakthrough for me. Uh, like really understanding the the meaning of a business, working on the why of a business, why we are doing what we are doing. I think it's uh, makes uh, makes you um, have a very different view of the business world. So uh, I really advise you know anyone to to read the book. Another one is The Big Leap. Yeah, I loved it. I loved it because again, you know, we spoke about fears and, you know, limiting beliefs and this, you know, upper limits. And he explained that very well, you know, this concept of having, we all have a kind of upper limits and how, you know, it's, it's prevent us from, you know, being who we truly are and finding our zone of genius. And that was for me an amazing book because I realized as well how much, you know, limiting beliefs I have and how much I was actually stopping myself from, you know, being my, being authentic and really doing what I really want to do. So um, that was an amazing book. And there is a last one, but unfortunately, this one is in French. I don't know if the author is going to translate it in English. Uh, it's, it's a very great book because it uh, focuses especially on women uh, in executive positions in corporate transitioning to entrepreneurship. And I felt I read the book at, at the perfect time. It was the perfect timing. <laughs> a friend of mine actually advised me, send me an article about this lady. And I read the article and it resonated so much with my own story. So I bought immediately the book. And I think I spent, you know, the whole day reading it. <laughs> oh, very lovely experiences. Yeah, yeah. And, and sometimes, you know, you 
things come to you at the perfect timing and you're mm -hmm. like, I mean, I don't believe in coincidence. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, and it was, and I think it helped me as well to uh, take the leap of entrepreneurship to say, yes, I'm not the only one. I'm not the only one feeling that I'm not fitting in fitting in anymore the, the corporate world and the rules that comes with it and the pressure and that it's time for me to, to do things my own way and, and, and start, you know, this entrepreneurship journey. So, yeah. I love it. You know, the other thing that you did, I just remembered when you were talking about it there. Do you remember you wrote your desire statement and oh, then you yeah. sent me that message? And it's something that I do with all my clients when we first start is I get them to write down, you know, the goals in, in business as if it's already happened. And I remember where I was when you sent me a message saying, Kelly, I've just found it again. And you're like, yes. this has happened, this has happened, this has happened. And it was so, in, in, in just such a short space of time, it was amazing. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a strong believer, you know, into doing, you know, desire statements, goals, or visualization, like really visualizing, you know, the life you, the life you want without any constraint, without, you know, any, any, anything that could block you, you know, from, from being there. What skills have you carried over from the corporate world that you actually think have helped you in the entrepreneurship world? Or do you feel that you really just had to leave them in a bag somewhere and, and, and become a, another version of yourself? Or has there been some things where you're like, no, do you know, because you've gone from like risk. It was risk management, wasn't it, that you were in? Yes. You know, yes. It, it's a total 360. It is. It is. And that's a very good question, actually, uh, Kelly. I think I've never, I've never thought about it. I would say uh, definitely some of the things I had to leave them behind. <laughs> tell, me, not, tell me one thing you left behind happily. I think it's perfectionism. Ooh. Yeah. I think we have the luxury kind of time, you know, in the corporate world of being a little bit perfectionist. And uh, and as an entrepreneur, definitely not. Yeah. So I'm still learning. Yeah. <laughs> I'm much there, but yeah, that's something like yeah, I really, I really wanted to leave behind. I think um, all the things related to leadership, because um, you know, I had a lot of responsibilities. You know, in my former jobs, I managed teams. So um, all the you know leadership skills, building relationships, you know, internally, uh, making people work together, collaboration, all of that, you know, that's something absolutely that I'm still using, you know, mm -hmm. even if I'm a solo entrepreneur, you know, I'm very well connected with other entrepreneurs, with corporates, you know, connecting people together. And that's something I love doing. So that's, that's definitely part of it. Um, I think as well, all the, the pitching, It might be a bit uh, surprising, but even in the corporate world, you have to pitch your ideas. You have to pitch for your projects, you know, to get the budget, convincing people, you know, to, to invest and to work with you. So that's something I love doing, actually. And I'm still, you know, obviously doing, you know, as part of my job with, with clients, partners and, uh, and, and so forth. So, um, yeah, this is what I, you know, can think about now. What can a small business do that, you know, is listening right now that can make a focus towards being more sustainable? Because I think you've got the, you've got doing sustainable things. But, you know, one mm -hmm. thing that I've learned from you is it's not just about having paper that's recyclable or, you know, that there is, um, 
there's so much more to actually having a sustainability process or having staff and a a team that are sustainable in that that sense. Mm-hmm. So maybe there's two questions in that. So let's come back to the one about what can a small business do. Maybe elaborate a little bit more on the sustainability piece beyond just the basics that maybe people already know of. What are other mm-hmm. things that make an organization or a small business be more sustainable? Sustainability is a is a complex, very broad topic, mm-hmm. and uh, and as you said, we unfortunately uh, we are trying to narrow it down to a couple of initiatives um, that you know that are very you know practical that people can see. I mean, it's a good step, but we can do obviously much more. And I think, especially for entrepreneurs, and I'm working myself with entrepreneurs, the starting point is uh, the purpose and the mission and values of, of, of the business. And I think it has to start from there because when you start having a discussion with an entrepreneur about his or her mission and the kind of impact they want to make, and when I say impact, impact is environmental, social impact, uh, this is how really the, the discussion starts. And, and, and from there, we can really define a strategy for the business. So I think instead of trying, you know, to go very tactical, like planting trees, for instance, <laughs> I'm hearing, hearing that a lot in the region, like think about what kind of business, what does it mean, what means sustainability for my business and what's my mission? I'm going to give you an example of, uh, for me, one of the role models in sustainability is a company called Patagonia. It's a U.S. company based in California and they do outdoor clothing. And the, the mission of Patagonia is we are in business to save our home planet. We are not in business to sell clothes. We are not in business to be a very cool brand. We are in business for something much bigger than themselves. Something, you know, unachievable in a way. And that's really the mission uh, and the thinking and the discussion I'm triggering with the, with, even with entrepreneurs. Mm. Because once we have that defined, all you know that's the backbone you know of the of your sustainability journey and then we can really start you know build on that you know what kind of impact you want to have on the environment how do you give back to society uh, how do you um, how do you support your employees mm-hmm. uh, and and all you know we can really drive from that uh, a very very uh, consistent strategy and i think consistency is 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 uh, is essential into sustainability. Otherwise, your clients think about your clients, your partners. They're going to be lost. Mm. I mean, it's very cool to um, use, you know, recycling paper or you know, go and plant trees. But how do you link that to your business? What does it mean for your business? Mm. So, so with that all in mind, which is a it's a really great way of breaking it down for people to understand. It's more than than just like you say the tactile pieces that we can do there it can seem really overwhelming one mm. and it can also seem it's too late so what would you kind of say to that sort of someone who's maybe sitting there going god it's really overwhelming i don't know where to start like what's one thing or it's too late for me to do anything like we're going to kind of this because i bet people that's the kind of thing that people would say no it's never too late <laughs> Yeah, 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 absolutely. Like I said to you, it's never too early to start building your personal brand. It's never too absolutely. late. To be, it's never too late to, to make a, to be making a difference. 
yeah, it's never too late. And, and in all the discussions I'm having with the clients, uh, they think they are doing nothing. But when I start asking questions and we start digging on, you know, especially the, the founder, you know, values and ethics and the way, you know, they do the, they run their business, I realize that we are doing a lot. Mm. It's just not, you know, uh, we are not putting things together and, and we don't know how to link that to sustainability. Because in people's minds, sustainability, and we talk a lot about, you know, the environmental impact. Mm -hmm. So carbon emissions and all of that, but not, not enough about the social impact. And there are some of them doing really a lot on the social part. So it's just a matter of, you know, knowledge, awareness, having, you know, someone, you know, beside them to support them in this journey and, and helping them, you know, shape uh, a, a meaningful strategy for their business. So, um, and it is indeed very overwhelming, but it's a, it's a journey and it's not going to happen, you know, in a couple of weeks or months. It's really a, a journey and it's a journey for all of us, you know, as citizens, business, government, we're all learning. So I think we really need to think about it that way. It's not about becoming the best, but, you know, how can I contribute, you know, my, uh, in my own way, you know, to the world and uh, to the sustainable development goals. So step by step. What's one myth that you'd like to debunk about what you do or the environment that you're in? Interesting question. <laughs> I asked it actually when, when, I, when I asked um, Tash and Polly from Tish Tash, mm -hmm. the marketing agency, and I asked them the question and I said, you know, what's one myth? And she was like, that we just swan around going to parties and drink champagne. And she says, as much as that would be nice. So people always have these sort of preconceived ideas about, you know, what, what it is that you do or, or um, you know, what it is that you're, 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 who it is you're interacting with. So is there something that you would say would be a bit of a myth? It's, I think it's, uh, I touched upon it, you know, just in your previous question is it's, we all think about environments. So most of the people, they think I, you know, only work with uh, organization to uh, uh, kind of assess, you know, uh, the, the, the environmental impact, carbon emissions and all of that, because we talk a lot about energy, renewable energies and, and all of that. But we tend to miss, you know, the social parts. And by social parts, you know, I think about things like diversity and inclusion, that's part of sustainability. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's much broader than, than just, you know, the environment. And it's really li linking a lot of things together. So I think that's one of the myths in my, in my view that we need to kill in a way about sustainability. And I think it's as well, the, it's not because I'm, you know, in the sustainability field that I'm perfect. I'm still learning myself, mm -hmm. you know, at a very mm -hmm. personal level. Uh, I'm not, you know, uh, I'm not the perfect, you know, sustainability ambassador. Uh, I'm learning every day. I'm learning with my clients. I'm learning with my partners and all the people I meet. So, yeah, it's not about being perfect. It's just about learning and being humble enough to uh, to say it. Mm, I think that's a really good point, actually. This sort of perfectness about because perfect doesn't exist, but I do think in order to be you know, perfectly sustainable or a hundred percent sustainable. You know, it, it's it's um, 
I mean, hard, it seems like a, it's not enough. It's not definitive enough. But as long as we're doing the steps in the right direction, that we're doing something to contribute in that space, then that is what counts. And I think that's where sort of some of the frustrations that even I see with my friends, you know, the more I've become aware about it and the more it's like, but why are you using that? Or why don't you look at There's just simple things that you can be doing that people aren't. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. How do so you we not need get to annoyed at them? Hmm? How do you not get annoyed at them? You know what, friends or people that's doing things like, because you also don't want to be the preachy person. No, because I think we, we should avoid to be judgmental. Mm-hmm. It's, um, it's, it's, as you said, it's a little bit overwhelming. You know, we know that, you know, we are not on the, the right path, uh, especially on, you know, the environmental aspect of it. It's, I mean, we just have to watch the news to see, you know, how alarming, you know, scientists and you yeah. know, governments are about it. So the, the more we put pressure, you know, on each other, the more, you know, we are judgmental and we start criticizing people. If people won't take actions, you know. So I think we st- we need to be more, you know, encouraging, supporting each other. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're doing that. I've never heard about that. Which company are you working with? Oh, I'm going to contact them. That's very interesting. And that's for me the kind of attitude. I want to take it on a, on a very positive way. I still want the message to sound a little bit alarming because otherwise we won't take actions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, you know, reality. But in the, in the steps and, you know, what we do, we need to support each other. Mm. Otherwise, the, the there will be and there will be no movement. But the more that we do, that's little, mm-hmm. the bigger impact that that we have. Absolutely. What's been one of the biggest realizations for you in the last twelve months? Maybe on that sort of impact. The biggest realization, I think, it's the the huge impact of the business and 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 companies. Mm. We um, unfortunately, I feel we we tend to wait for governments to take actions, and we put as well a lot of pressures pressure sorry on ourselves as you know citizens consumers. But for me, the the who can really have a huge impact, positive impact is organizations, is companies. Mm. So um, and and they are part of the of the problem and the solution. So I think we need to focus a little bit more on the on the business. And that's why my, you know, all what I do is with the business, my mm-hmm. work, because they can, you know, they can make a huge impact if they start really embracing sustainability and working together and finding solutions, it can have a huge impact. So um, yeah, for me, that's the that's one of the biggest realizations. That's how you know. Um, damaging business can be to the environment and to the society. Mm. Just to kind of ask you that a little bit, because you did make such a transition from going from corporate to, you know, being your own boss, being in your own space. And, and a lot of people struggle with it because when you're used to having a team around you to help you or other people's energy, you know, to kind of raise you up, what are some of the things that you've done as um, a new business owner that has helped you maintain momentum, kept you motivated, and sort of helped you transition into this new space? That's a very good question. Indeed, it can be a very um, 
lonely journey sometimes, especially transitioning from, you know, the corporate world, having, you know, colleagues you meet every day, uh, interacting with a lot of people, teams, and, and so forth, from being alone <laughs> and doing by yourself a lot of the work, actually. Uh, I think for me, it's, um, it's my mission first. I think my, my mission is very clear, you know, and how and the impact I want to have, you know, on the business and how I want to support, you know, uh, leaders in corporate and entrepreneurs. So um, once, you know, that is very clear in my mind, I know why I'm wake, waking up every morning, even when, when it's hard, even when I'm not motivated, I know I'm doing it, you know, to, I'm in service for something bigger than myself. Mm. And that's for me is, 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 the, is a big thing compared, you know, to the work I've been doing the last 10 years. And it helps me to overcome the fear as well, you know, by, you know, doing new things, new, you know, new ways of working, uh, meeting a lot of, of, of people. Uh, it's, yeah, anytime, you know, I, I, feel, I feel fear because it's part of, of the journey. I'm not going to lie, to be honest. <laughs> Uh, anytime I feel like, oh my God, that's too much for me, I can't do it. And I think we had some discussions about it. <laughs> I always think you're not doing it for yourself. You're not doing it for your own ego. You're doing it because you're in service. You have a mission and you want to make an impact. And then suddenly I'm like, let's do it. Let's do it and stop, you know, procrastinating or, or trying, you know, to come back to my perfectionism, for instance. So that helps. I also see that you on your stories, and we've had many discussions at sort of 5.30, 6 o'clock, 6.30 in the morning that you're out <laughs> running and, and exercise, I think, is playing quite a yes. large part into that sort of getting you up. And because I know we talked about it when we were, were mentoring, um, you know, finding that routine in the morning and really pushing yourself to get out the door, even when you didn't feel like it. And now from what I see on social which I think I know you post authentically, that there's days that are harder than the others. Absolutely. And I think that, that was, you know, one of the big changes as well in my life. Uh, you know, becoming an entrepreneur and, and becoming the kind of, you know, leader of my own life. So taking care of myself, having this, you know, daily routine, exercising every day. I love running. So, uh, you know, I go running at least four times a week. Waking up early, that was something new. You know, I've never done it before. Waking up at, you know, 5 a.m., <laughs> that was a big challenge. But uh, it, it's amazing, you know, how, you know, the energy it gives me, you know, during the day and how, you know, motivated I, have, I am, you know, to, to do my work. So all of that is, is new, you know. I started like four months ago and now it's, it's, it's part of my life. So that, that's, that's very important as well, you know. Perhaps an advice, you know, as an entrepreneur, anyone willing to start this journey, really take the time to, uh, to think about your day and, and how it will look like, you know, what's, what's the most important for you, you know, to do during the day. For me, it's like exercising, having time for myself, journaling, meditating, working, obviously, but not working all day, you know, from nine to five. I know that, you know, I'm at my best, you know, in the morning. So I dedicate my morning to, to, uh, to, to work and then having interaction with people because that's very important as an entrepreneur as well, especially a solo entrepreneur. So meeting people, you know, having, you know, meetings with clients, other entrepreneurs, just to 
uh, have a discussion and you know sharing sharing you know tips between us so all of that is is absolutely essential such great tips and the exercise aspect you know that i think that identity piece it's it's huge and i know from from certainly my own experience that finding that routine and exercise being part of it daily has been a game changer over the past few years so love it so how can people find more about you know the workshops that you're doing the education on on sort of this movement that that people need to be making share your details and your social media and then we'll wrap up so um i'm very active on social medias especially instagram and uh, linkedin Mm-hmm. So uh, people can reach out to me on on social medias. That uh, that will be a pleasure. I have my website as well, www.nadinezidani.com. Uh, you can find you know all the information about what I do, more about my own story. So um, so yeah, that's you know many ways to to contact me, and I'm I'm super happy when people contact me and just to say you know hi, I like you know your post or it does resonate you know with. My own story—it's uh, it's amazing. So just yeah, keep on Always inspiring. Happy. That's what I would say. Keep on inspiring because you're doing an amazing job. Thank you so much for coming and sharing your journey today. I'm excited to see what's going to happen over the next twelve months. And uh, yeah, best of luck, Nadine. Did you enjoy this episode? If you did, then please leave a review on Apple Podcasts. This is how more people can hear about the amazing stories and guests that we have on here. Even better, you can also share this on social media. Screenshot it and share it on your Instagram or on your Facebook or on your Twitter account. The more people that see these episodes, the more awareness it brings to small businesses and those that are trying to make an impact and difference. And if you want to know more about how you can develop your personal brand, then check out our new website brand new creators designed by our in-house team and we are in the business of helping you to increase your online visibility build industry authority lead change motivate and profit who doesn't want that i look forward to speaking to you soon until next time bye